This is Danny from Baltimore, Maryland, representing one of the six Wolves fans in Baltimore. You're listening to DU Football Show. Could one possibly say the entire state of Maryland? Probably, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mel finally uh, got around to admin and got all the uh, new sound drops from the live show, so we'll have some uh, new intros. There we go. How about that? They've needed some updating Look recently. at us doing professional work. I know. And a back and forth. Yeah. So guess what? Let's start the show. <laughs> Hello and welcome <laughs> yes. to the Drunker United yes. Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League. It's told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and that grinning fucking fool across the way from me is Samuel Graham. Sammy, I how are you? I just when you're getting a little full of yourself and then you come crashing right back down to earth. It was that so... And then it, I could hear him praying, please just have me the right spot, otherwise I'm an asshole. But then he goes... Hello, woman. Yeah. <laughs> as it came well, back. Loved yeah, it. well, it came, came back because I got that grinning fucking fool going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Come on. Fail. Yeah. Fail. I want you to fail. <laughs> I, I, I don't want my partner to be successful. I want him to crash and fucking burn. That's what makes the show lovable. <laughs> We're recording at Studio H just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please remember to uh, review where you can, like on Apple Podcasts, uh, share with your friends, rate, and uh, all that good stuff. So should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sammy, why don't you tell the good people how they get in touch? Sure. They can get in touch on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at DU Football Show. Uh, as always, a reminder, we do check our DMs. We talk to people frequently during games, so hit us up. Uh, and then via email, if you want to go old school and be read out on the show, uh, at dufootballshow at gmail.com. And we did get a humdinger. Yeah, fantastic email, email. from uh, Keith, one of our yep. Newcastle listeners. So we will be breaking that down into multiple parts in one segment, actually. Yep. So Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every show. Sammy, what are we drinking on today? A humdinger of a whiskey, to be honest with you. So good. Uh, This is the Glen Glen Rose Whiskey Maker's Cut. Um, It is a non-age statement, uh, but it was aged exclusively in sherry casks. Um, It is their barrel proof. uh, Excuse me. I burped. Guess uh, <laughs> it's that good. Um, what? Just keep talking. Oh, oh I had that covered. Um, Ninety-seven point six proof. This comes in at, which is a little softer than the rest of our barrel uh, strengths that we've done in the last few weeks. Um, comes in at eighty-five ninety-nine to eighty-nine ninety-nine on the shelf. Um, and remember to drink responsibly. Very good. So I would, uh, I would say, what's really lovely about this because it's in all sherry, no bourbon wood at all. That really kind of helps with the proof, too. You get a little yeah. bit of that wine barrel, kind of softens it. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, that bottle's half full because uh, Daddy knocked out half of it this weekend because it was that fucking good. There you go. So let's have a great show. All right, let's do it. Oh, that was a loud one. I thought he entered under control. I did have it under control. Oh, that was pretty pathetic, too. Let's try again. I could have seen that coming. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was sad. Y'all yeah. didn't reach far enough. It proved to be the thigh rubber of the weekend, Sam, but for the wrong reason. <laughs> Tottenham straight. 2, Manchester City 0. Uh, the referee's first name should not be the thing we should be talking about during a game, yet somehow Mike Dean made it all about Mike Dean that game, didn't he? Of course he? he did. Jesus. I like the way he paraded around yellow cards after the scuffle. 
walked like the length of the pitch just doling yellow cards out. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, this would wrought with controversy, and the controversy was better than the football, to be honest. Yeah. Um, more entertaining. They uh Raheem Sterling shouldn't have been on the pitch. Start there. That is the exact same foul that Obama Yang committed on another player. Correct. When he got his red card. That is the exact same place with the exact same veracity. The only difference was Sterling stayed on his feet a little bit. But there is no difference in the fact that that was spikes directly into the ankle mm-hmm. and could have broken a leg. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So they refused to send him off. And then VAR decided to two minutes down the line. Now, the ball never went out of play, which is fair enough. But on a nothing clearance, Mike Dean should stop it if he's hearing something in his ear. Right. Immediately this, stop it. it. Was you just do a drop ball somewhere to get the ball back in play. One minute and 55 seconds it took for the ball to go out of play and them to review Serge Aurier's uh, tackle. Yeah. <laughs> Justice in Spurs' eyes was served, obviously. Oh, also, Mike Dean not going to the monitor. Right. Which I think is bullshit. Go to but the that's fucking just me. monitor. Go to the monitor. Um, especially for something that could directly result in a goal. It's right. It's ridiculous to me. Go, they don't do go that. to the monitor and look at the fact that uh, Sterling put his foot through somebody's ankle. Right. Exactly. Um, penalty got saved yep. by Hugo Lloris. Yep. Spilled the rebound. Fine. Gets up. Gets to it well. Uh Sterling actually got to it first, it looked like, and Larice and Sterling did make contact. I think Sterling was already beginning to go down, though. So right. I, I think he dove. VAR looked at it again, refused to award the penalty to Sterling, also refused to review the penalty, or they may have reviewed it and decided, but it looked to me like Larice was off his line and it should have been retaken in the first place. Or, or, or the fact that <laughs> Dean decided not to go into his pocket and pull out a second yellow card for Sterling, which, by the way, should, he should have already seen a red. He should have seen a straight red. But then he, he it's either a penalty or it's a simulation. And right. if it's a simulation, that's a yellow it, card. You have to then award the yellow, correct. I, and we've seen it done. It, it's hard. I mean, I, I you have to admit this for, for us. I mean, it's hard to sit there and say, that VAR is slanted against certain teams, like when you see th- this. Like, you know, we talked about how VAR has kind of screwed over Manchester City a few times. N- n- no more. Uh, they, I mean, VAR completely helped them, completely helped them in this match. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I just, just trying to get, oh, oh, and oh, by the way, in all that scuffle, Zelenko, right? Zimchenko. Zimchenko uh, gets a yellow card for being in the scuffle Mm -hmm. again. Sterling doesn't get his second yellow. Correct. But then uh, later on, City actually were reduced to 10 men finally. For Zimchenko getting his second yellow. And you kind of look at that and you're like, "Uh, you you gave two yellows to that guy. But not for that other tackle. But not for the superstar? Right. Exactly. I, uh, what like what kind of game are you calling? Is kind of like wh- where is your brain? Like, y- well, the other thing is not not to be too much in the foreshadow, but I think Zimchenko's challenge as Fabian Delfs was a little bit softer 
Yeah. I don't know that it was necessarily a yellow to begin with. Oh, this not a yellow. This was a tactical foul. Yeah. But the point about both of them, the, the one in the Venn diagram of my brain, if you will, the one thing that overlaps is don't give the referee a decision to make. True. Don't, like, for Delphs, Etienne Capoue was going nowhere. Right. Where he was. He had no reason to stab in. I Again, I agree. I hold my hands up. It's not a yellow card for me. Right. But if you put yourself, we've talked about this with us. We've talked about this with Premier League teams. We've talked about this our entire footballing lives together. Don't put yourself in the position to let the referee make a decision, especially when it's Mike Dean. Oh, considering I so what seems so baffling to me in this game is that and and unfortunately it overshadows what was otherwise a really kind of classic Jose performance out of Spurs. Oh, absolutely. They only right. had three shots on target the entire <laughs> I mean, match. And 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 City had their opportunities and just weren't capitalizing. There was so much more to talk about, but but you're left to a point where all you can talk about is is Dino here right. and Okay, so you're not going to make the the tough call at the beginning of the match and give a red card where it should have been given, but then you're going to insert yourself into the match later to enact a sending off. Like, right. it just seems... If you're not going to involve yourself at the start of the match, then you've, so. you've determined what this match is. It's... It's going to be physical. You're going to have to let shit go. Yep. Like that's this absolutely. Is, this is if, if, if you, you didn't get control of the that, game. If you didn't get control of the game from the start, you're never going to be in control again. Yeah. And also, I'd like to point out, Mel, you'll appreciate this. Uh, if you'd care to unmute, just so you can, I can get a live reaction here. The VAR was Kevin Friend. Ah, oh, fuck you, friend. <laughs> 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 um. The uh. All right. Enough with VAR. Fuck them. Okay. Yeah, new boy signed on Wednesday. Steven Bergvine, fantastic goal. That was insane. First Weird. division from Mora. Oh yeah, was awesome to find him just to begin with, but a perfectly cushioned off his chest, right and, to the foot that's swinging. Oh yeah. right to the lower corner. Full volley. It. Oh, that was fantastic. Gorgeous goal. Got just around the backside of Fernandinho. It was a fantastic goal. Shame to see him go off injured later on in the game. Odd celebration. But, uh, yeah. Apparently, it's he, with his friends when he game when he does a gaming thing. Yeah, it's when they, they play does, FIFA. Yeah. Yeah, they, they like almost like a, you can't see me or something. Yeah. I think that's wonderful. Oh, it is. It's very sweet. It's yeah. better than Moisey Ken's no. first celebration in England. And I thought it was so <laughs> cute how when he was doing it and then San was trying to do it with him. Uh, yeah, that didn't go so well. Right yeah, I mean, he's, he's a national treasure. We well, already know that. And then here, I have it right here. I tweeted it out, actually, because you were uh, at uh, Le Galerie. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <laughs> um, San celebrated the return of Andres Gomez to uh, training. Oh, clearly by with, scoring with a goal. The goal, and yeah. he did it because he's such a nice guy. You know, he is a really, really <laughs> nice guy. You guys have changed my opinion. He really is the nicest I, guy ever. I Just believe, what a sweet man. I believe San is tied for the most red cards this season, which would be two. I can't yep. remember who he's tied with, but he, I'm sure he was just misunderstood every time, bro, Sam. Uh, Jefferson Lorma was sent off this weekend. It might be him. No, uh, he's got the most yellow cards. Uh, who do I think does? Or no, who? Lorma has the most yellow yeah. cards. I looked that one up. Lorma and Son. I feel like it's Decore. Yeah. <laughs> it should be Decore. No, no. Decore <laughs> just fouls everybody and never gets carded. Like, 
I in in the uh, in the Everton match, I will get to it. There was one point where uh, I think it was uh, I forget who it was who got uh, carded. It wasn't. I think it was Luca Digne who got carded. He turned around and he pointed at Decore and just you could just tell him being like, "At what point are you going to give him a card?" Yeah, and then just turned around and walked away. Yeah. Like, not, like he deserved the card completely, but it was just like, "All right, that's fine. Give me a card. You got to give, that give dick him a, a card." card. Yeah. Um, the, the other funny thing with the, that game, I'm enjoying the Jose we're getting currently. We don't know how much longer we're going to have him for. He's completely on a charm offensive. <laughs> He's just sitting in the chair smiling. as all of this yeah. shit's going on. Arms <laughs> crossed, kind of smiling, shrugging his shoulders. Yeah, I got the little squint going away. as well. Yeah. It was so <laughs> fucking brilliant. Now, oh, when, so brilliant. Now, we did see uh, original <laughs> Jose when Zemchenko first brought down Harry Winks. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing about it. It's such a stupid play to make. Harry Winks isn't that quick. Even if he got by you, like you could catch, catch up him. to him, yeah. But he didn't go for the ball. Nothing. He, as he approached him, he turned his shoulder and then just shoulder barged him. Well, it's still a foul. You made no attempt at the ball whatsoever. It's stupid, and he's clean through. It's just a dumb play. It, it's it's a young mistake, and he is still a young player, Zimchenko. Right. Um. But yeah, so Son hit, and uh, and then that was basically the end of it. I mean, you could just tell, uh, as you say, Jose sitting there arms folded, smiling, that kind of stuff, that he it just knew with a few of those chances that City had and then the, the, the penalty, the save, then the not give a penalty again. Yeah. You just tell it was going to be one of those days. Aguero hit the post. Oh, the, the well, Aguero hit the post. Give credit where credit is due. Larice did get a, a toe got to that it, didn't toe he? Out. Yeah, yeah, just, I mean, quickly got the leg out and knocked it. I mean, that... That ball's going in if he doesn't get his toe on it. Absolutely. If he doesn't get his feet on that ball, that ball was definitely going in the back of the net. And oh, it's, that and it's, beer is lovely. You're gonna love that. Uh, it's uh, it could change. You know, mm-hmm. I, it, that game could have changed in any moment early on. And you just again, it's Jose ball. You're just like, ah, oh, there's there the Jose yeah. we there know, frustrating the fuck out of everybody. Um, so. Looking at what Spurs are doing, they're now only uh, four points behind Chelsea. Do we think they could catch Chelsea for uh, fourth place? Well, Chelsea don't want it. It's Son very true. Has, Chelsea don't want it. Son has three red cards. This season? Yeah. He got one last season. It says Son Heung-min has more red cards in 2019 than Aaron <clears throat> Con- Eric Cantona did in the Eric entire Cantona. Man United career. Yeah, Kenton all once drop, uh, kicked, drop a kicked a player. Yeah, do you know what, fan. Do you know fan, what that's right. team has the most red cards? <clears throat> Everton. Ooh. Everton. Yeah, probably true. Yeah, deservedly so. Bunch of thugs. <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember. Um, that's interesting. Is this the ni- the 2019 2020 season, or is this the calendar year of it's 2020? It's the calendar year because Song or got one last, I mean. last year in 2019. I, don't know. I just read the headline. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, it was. It's a calendar year. This season, he only has two. Um, so yeah, I'm tending to think that Jose could quietly. You know, you've now you've got Liverpool's out of the way. Uh huh. City's out of the way. Yep. Uh, I believe Chelsea's already out of the way as well. Um, yeah, because they just had they just had the uh, Jose Derby. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, um, maybe that's true. Yeah, uh, they're they've pretty much gotten everybody out of the way. Yeah, but there's no Harry Kane, and now we don't know about Ber- Bergvine's injury. True, and without him being on the field and opening the scoring, they 
they never really looked like going yeah. forward. The other thing is what had the last three weeks without Harry Kane, and it's been Son and um, yeah, what's his name? Ali. Uh, no, Son, uh, Deli Ali, and Lucas Mora. Yeah, right. And they couldn't find the back of the net. Uh, uh, anyway, so I, you wonder, quote unquote, and it's weird to say because they're all very talented forwards. I mean, yeah. minus, uh, you know, Son's hot streak there. Um. They're all very talented forwards. There's no denying that. So why they can't score, I don't know. They did finally get rid of Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Um, he's off to Inter Milan. That might help, too. Sometimes yeah, just, getting, just getting bad juju out of out of the locker room could absolutely. always help. And let's face it, Eriksen hasn't wanted to be there for a while. He's talked about it. When he's on the pitch, he would show an occasional good moment. But you could just... you we have something that toxic you can really bring oh, a yeah, team it down. Oh yeah, could really bring a club down, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um and for City, it's pretty much Champions League in their cups, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's the, all they have you to know? play for. I mean, Liverpool are now 22 <clears throat> points clear. Um yeah. if Liverpool beats City uh the game before the derby, right? Yeah. If they beat City, win all their other games until then, and then beat City, they can mathematically clinch the title at Goodison Park. Fuck yourself. Uh, frankly, the bottom of the table is far more interesting to talk about than the rest of the league. So that's what we're going to talk about. I was going to say, we go from the afternoon drama to the evening comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> so West Ham 3, Brighton 3. Bournemouth 2, Villa 1, Newcastle 0, Norwich 0, Everton 3, Watford 2. Uh, West Ham now find themselves in the uh, relegation drop zone with a daunting, daunting set of fixtures ahead. Yep. They needed the win today, and they didn't. Well, they needed to win Saturday, and they didn't get it. They did not get it uh, in spectacular fashion, might I add. What the fuck is going um, on? So I, my first sentence here in my notes, and I, I will read it verbatim. Uh, it's the most West Ham thing that West Ham has ever West Hammed. So West Ham. They were 2-0 up uh, through a deflected Robert Snodgrass. Uh, that was the second one, actually. But Issa Diop uh, scored as well. It's a big weekend for defenders. Center backs scoring goals left and like right. fucking crazy. A couple um, of braces out of some center backs. Yeah. Uh, so Issa Diop scored first. Snodgrass with a deflected effort. Um, Diop was on the end of a free kick uh, and then stabbed home uh, very well, actually. That was a wonderful finish. Yeah. <laughs> Coming kind of over the top, and he had to slide, get to it, stretch to it. Yeah. Snodgrass, really well done. Snodgrass got lucky. Um, the funny part about Snodgrass is for, uh, b- between the two goals, though. <laughs> Did you see Mark Noble? Had a right old swing at that. Oh, uh, yeah. That little cutback. Yep. <laughs> to the bad. point where he completely whiffed the motherfucker and then fell over <laughs> because he swung so hard. He was that off balance. Well, he he has already stated to the press. He's like, seriously, I'm in my late 30s. Can I get a fucking <laughs> yeah. break? Do I have to play every game? We're kind of starting to get old here. Didn't I'd we like sign to, other I'd like to rest. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we sign other midfielders? Like, what? why do I have to play every day? Um, which is pretty funny. But that that whiff, I I fell out of my chair. Too laughing. funny. Oh, fucking it was, hysterical. It was, it was very good. All right, then. The stand-up comedian started. Yep. Um, Fabianski first, trying to punch clear from a corner. Uh, kind of missed it. It kind of t- hit the underside of his fist. Right off of all bug- uh, Ogbonna's head, back in the net. Yep. <laughs> That's just funny. Then, 
Ball comes in. It's a nothing cross to nobody. Both center backs. Yep. Nobody wants. They were allergic to responsibility. We know defend now. Completely allergic to responsibility. Somebody remembered they were playing a football match. I think it was Igbona. Tried to head back to Fabianski. It was weak. Fabianski didn't get to it. And um, I think it was their new boy. Won it? Yeah, I believe so. Was it there? It was a new player for them. Yeah. And now I can't find his name because I wrote so much funny shit in here. Uh, anyway, but <laughs> he um, <laughs> just tapped it around Fabianski, got taken out by Fabianski, and to just salt in the wound, ball just trickles <laughs> into, the, <laughs> into the net. Nobody could get there. Yep. So that was pretty funny. Um, and then Snodgrass, another deflected volley. Yeah. Got it back to a two goal lead. You think? Think. They get the two goal lead back. It's like okay, yeah, cruise control. Well, when that exactly when that first goal went in, right for Brighton, you're like, oh fuck, and you get nervous for them, right? You're like, uh, that's a stupid way to concede a goal. What are we gonna do? And you could see their shoulders drop a little bit, like, oh fuck, really, this again, right? And then Snodgrass with another again another deflected effort. I know I talked about the 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 second goal for Brighton, but they um. But you get back to 3-1, you're like, all right, we're back in. We're back on this. Let You know, just tighten up shop. Right. Don't give anything up. And then that dumb shit happens. Yep. It's like, what? And then 36-year-old Glenn Murray, first goal of the season. Yeah. Um, to to tie it up uh, right at the end. Because, of course. Because, yeah, of course. Because West Ham. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! It it's we're gonna we're gonna get a little bit more into West Ham here because we're gonna kind of dissect um the overall uh state of everything here at the end of the segment. Yes, but uh, going into uh, Cherries, find another timely win. Uh, it didn't help that Villa. It didn't help Villa that they spotted him a two 0 lead. Um, weird, w- weird match because. Villa had more than enough opportunities to be the better team, and they just didn't seem to want to take it. Absolutely. they. Uh, again, it's hard to find where the goals are going to come from in that side. Jack Grealish is the only player showing anything. Right. And here's a stat. Villa has yet to score from a header. Yeah, I saw that. So all of those... Didn't they I, just sign somebody, though, that's supposed to... I don't know. The uh, Swans, uh, yeah, the, the Swansea uh, guy, Swans uh, front man who hasn't been playing, who scores mostly headers. Well, yeah. that's probably why we signed him. Yeah, uh, yeah and, we and keep making you those have crosses. you also have more crosses into the box or something like but that we as keep well. Making the crosses and Target and Gilbert can't seem to do anything yet. We keep trying. Well, that's not really their job. They're not supposed to be up there. Well, putting the balls they in. I mean, They're putting the balls in. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. They but, keep making but the crosses. Nobody, to get, them, but nobody gets on the end of it. Yeah. And uh, Spanish Howard, remember? Okay, so last week I was all impressed with. Uh, I called the hat trick of saves. Uh-huh. You called the patty cake. Yeah. And you mentioned that well, he should have put his hands on it. Well, one of the goals that got scored on him was yep. because he didn't get his hands on it. And he I only made that mistake think, once. Yep. Oh, shortly thereafter, Pepe Reina should have done better to hold on to a Ryan <laughs> Fraser. <laughs> Did you really shot. have yeah. that in your notes? Right I didn't there. read your notes. <laughs> See, I'm doing better at this. And Nathan Ake turned in the rebound on yeah. that one. But yeah, he absolutely same thing. He he should have held that ball, yeah. I feel like. Seemed like the, so the, many heavy feet too. The, yeah, the Ryan Fraser shot was tame, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now it it came through a few bodies, maybe he saw it late. But, but you, you either have to push that wider or you gotta hold on to yeah. it. I mean, you're you've won a fucking World Cup, mate. Yeah. You, <laughs> But he only made that mistake once. Like there was a few more where he got his hands on it. No, no, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that—that's the thing. It, it only takes that one time. You it's, know, you lost by one goal. 
It yeah. was that one. I'm getting discouraged being this close in the drop zone. Well, as I, uh, fortunately, fortunately Sam for my shot. Yeah, well, fortunately for you and uh, Villa, uh, here's your shot of Malort for you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Is we couldn't get away with three weeks in a row, could we? Are you videoing? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not, video I'm not drinking you, a shot. No, here, I'll, I'll just take a picture of you. You can just video. I All just right. need to talk again if I'm going to oh. video. Hold on. God damn it. I went the wrong way. There we go. Go. So <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Do your shot. I mean, we've got to start scoring some goals, guys. Jack can't be the only good player on the team. Uh, we are now 44% chance of us getting relegated. Yeah. And there's only, what, 13, 14 games left? Yep. Yeah. So get your shit together. Up the villa. You know, it's fortunate for them despite despite the there loss. There it is. Everybody yeah. else around God, them. that's as bitter as we played. Everybody else Fuck. around them fucked up enough that they find themselves still outside of the zone. Because, Absolutely. Because West Ham did their little baffle. And well, that was the, well, that was the one thing. No, you're not. You're two points above it. Yeah, or a you're point above it or something. Point above it. You're in 17th. But it's uh, Hammers in 18th, Watford in 19th, and Norwich in 20th. Yeah, but that was the good thing about this weekend is nobody else really, ex- apart from Bournemouth, because they lost to them, um, nobody else did anything. Nobody else got results that were in the drop zone. Yeah. and There was uh, a couple of draws. There was a, a, a couple of losses. But Villa didn't hurt themselves necessarily. Um, so Yeah, true. And that, that's the one positive that could be taken from right. It. You didn't you didn't get hurt, and and like I said, well at the end here we'll kind of put a little bit of a bow on the whole uh, bottom half of the table as now, it is. Here we go with this again. The, um, no, we're gonna put a, put a bow on it. Um, but uh, Sam has. I don't have that in DU Bingo. Okay, well you know what you do have a mute button, and we're done talking about Villa. Um, so I can say the following about uh about Norwich, Sammy. So today, okay, swallow your whiskey, please. Swallow your whiskey. Okay, you good now? It's hard to swallow whiskey and laugh at the same time. Heard, yeah. <laughs> well, so, sorry, I'll try not to be entertaining and funny on this show. <laughs> I'll just be the tyrant that I am. Um, so speaking of Norwich, Newcastle United and Norwich City played a professional soccer match yeah. In the English Premier League this Saturday. Something like that. And on to Watford Everton. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right. Two things. Okay. Dubravka and Cruel, to be honest, were both awesome. Okay. Had some saves. All right. But we did have a question. Okay, good. Okay, so at least we have a question. Alluding, uh, which we alluded to, obviously, in the opening. Um, we have a question from Mr. Keith, uh, part of the Mobtown Magpies, the uh, the Newcastle supporters group. Absolutely. One of his questions we're kind of going through as we go through the games, so we won't read that out. But uh, what is your totis, uh, totally biased opinion of the job Steve Bruce is doing? Yes, the team is better than the shit expectations, but their attack has no teeth. Tied with Norwich for the fourth fewest goals. Saturday's game with the Canaries was a great example of that. No defenders scored on set pieces, which apparently is all they can hope for. <laughs> so they looked like garbage. What do we think? And overall, what is Steve Bruce doing? Smoke and mirrors. Period. What do you mean? Uh, just they're, He's doing just enough with the defense to keep them in matches. Mm-hmm. They're getting timely scoring when they need it. It's um, like two in stoppage they, time right, against everything. Precisely. They have, they have talent, but I don't think Bruce knows how to coach 
said talent. No. If we're putting it on Bruce specific, what do we think of Bruce's job? It's been smoke and mirrors. It's been it's well, been fantasy. It's been gum and duct tape. It, it, it's, well, it's just it's, shocking. Like to be honest, it's almost like uh oh jeez, about total brain fart. Rafa. Yeah. It's almost like Rafa forgot his defensive tactics notebook in the desk when he left. Right. And, <laughs> and Bruce, Steve Bruce Brucey is just read it. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um I've never seen this from a Steve Bruce side. I, he's higher up in the Premier League than I think he's ever been uh, as a manager. I think it's fortunate that there are shittier teams than him. Yes, like I don't. I don't think I, it is. I don't think their point in the t- in the table is because of quality of squad or quality of performance. I think they are as shite as the rest of them. They're, they're they just can't score goals. Right. I mean, well, they're, they're I mean, sh- they have the talent to score goals. They just don't know how to. They just don't. Them. Yeah, they just don't do it. But the so but defensively they've been organized. Yeah, they they've done well defensively. Um, even when Isaac Hayden got his red, right? Yeah. The the younger long uh, Longstaff boy stepped in brilliantly. Yeah. Um, Newcastle through and through, Jordy through and through. Uh, those two, the the Longstaff brothers. Ben Taleb will be a nice addition to the squad in in yeah. the middle. But they've got. One of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League, in my opinion. I was and about Martin to Dubravka. say that. D- Dubravka keeps you in a lot of games. Dubravka wins you a lot of points. Absolutely. You probably, like, the, the, the fortune of getting two goals at the end of the game doesn't happen if Dubravka doesn't save three more shots to keep that from being a 5-0 loss. Yeah, well, 100%. And yeah. you also have Lascelles, who I think could get in most teams in England. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Fabian Shaw. Guy brushes teeth, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently his breath stank. Fabian Shore, who's a decent enough center back, I don't, not as good as Lascelles in my opinion, but mm-hmm. a decent enough. And then uh, is it Florent Lejeune? Yeah, um, the Frenchman who apparently uh, can score goals at will. Yeah, right. So you've got three decent center backs at the at minimum decent center backs. The speed of DeAndre Yedlin. They just brought in Danny Rose on loan mm-hmm. uh, as well at that right back position. So now there's some depth. Um, and then uh, uh, Jetro Willems. <laughs> Yeah, well, he got hurt, the, unfortunately. But, but one of and so you have Matt Ritchie back. Yeah, but you have speed and recovery speed, especially on both flanks, and decent enough defending. I mean, how many times has Yedlin gotten back and cleared balls off the line? Right. How many times has Jetro Williams stopped across from being being uh, pumped in? So defensively, I, I don't think they're as bad off as people make out. It's just the positions in which the d- the decision making process they have is, is isn't great all the time, and they give the ball up in shit positions. That of course leads to goals. That's any club. But my right. my boys are are guilty of that right now as well. Um, but they've you know it's going forward. It's putting the ball in the back of the net. That's hard uh, for them, and we always make fun of West Ham for ruining strikers' careers. Right. Newcastle's right along there with them. If it's Al like, Marone hadn't scored in the last couple of weeks, we'd be real worried about. We'd be still still uh-huh. talking about how Al Marone hasn't but, scored yet. Joe Litton hasn't scored yet. Oh yeah, well Joe Litton still hasn't scored. He yeah. had that tap in in the uh, in the FA Cup, and that was it. <laughs> but they, um, but yes, yeah, so it, it's it's tough, man. It's it's hard for you know you can't win if you don't score. The best result you can hope for is a nil nil. Uh, I'd like to see what they would have done under a better coach. Like I said, I feel like Bruce. Yeah, is, but the problem, who wants to work for Mike Ashley is yeah. the problem. Nobody does. And now Nobody the transfer does. window is open, so there was more. We didn't make fun of it this time as much as we should have. But oh, there yeah, was the takeover was going to happen. Takeover again. was going to happen again, which is why 
Ashley didn't have to spend money and just did loan deals because, right. you know, oh, he's about to be taken over again. Yep. Yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, it's the same song and dance. So I, I think Steve Bruce has done very well with what he has. How much of that is actually down to him? I don't really know because we've never seen this from him before. I'd put very little of it on But him. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, so you, it's almost like some of the players maybe took over and was like, listen, this is what we were doing under Rafa. We did your shit for a month and a half at the beginning of the season, and it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> this is what we were doing under Rafa. We'll take it from here. All right, so on to uh, Everton-Watford. What a fucking kick in the nuts for Watford. That is yes. two in a row in the Prem that you lose late when you had the lead in both the Villa and the Everton match. Yep. You had every chance to to dig yourself out. I I fear if they don't go to Brighton and at least get a point, hell, a really a win, or if they give up another one of those dramatic losses. That could be it, them down. It doesn't matter what Pearson does. Doesn't matter what Troy Deeney does. That they're they're not that that's a hard one to take. Like like the analogy I made a few weeks back, Sam. It's a college team team being down by twenty. You finally tie it up or you go up by one and the other team comes down and hits two threes in a row and you're suddenly going Fuck. Yep. Absolutely. But the, I mean, two terrible mistakes from your boys led up to the <laughs> oh, first led goal. To both the goals. Basically, yeah, terrible defending. Basically, just runs not being tracked. It was very simple runs, both of them, um, and normal runs that a winger and then a, a, a late arriving midfielder would make, and just nobody ran with them. People in Everton forums keep talking about how great Sadibe's been, and I think Sadibe has moments of brilliance. I think he's very good going forward, but he is prone to getting worked by mm -hmm. a winger. And he got worked by De La Feu for the first goal. Flat yep. out worked. You're as a wing back, you could get beat, but you better put their ass on the ground. Like it, you well, can't, what I'm saying, even even then just, though, the, with the cross, the, yeah. the run should have been tracked. Yeah. Where who was marking him? Yeah. Messina strolled right in. Yep, walked Not right in. Not a problem. In. That would have been, Walcott should have been on him. Yeah, and same thing with Pereira for the second one. Yep. But none of that matters because step up Yerry Mina. <laughs> <laughs> Another goal mouse scramble. Um, Yerry Mina tucks home. And then a kind of flubbed header four minutes later, but got it in the back of the net. It's all that matters. So we learned our lesson after giving up two goals <laughs> in two minutes. We went out and scored two goals in two and minutes. And at this point in the weekend, I believe that was the fifth <laughs> defender to score. Yes. At that point. Two, and that was two center backs at that point, both on a brace. Yeah. Rudiger and so, uh, Mina. Yeah, Rudiger and Mina. You had the Leicester game. Was was that Sunday uh, or was that Saturday? Saturday uh, in the morning. That, yeah, so you had... Um, that was with Rudiger. It was Chilwell Oh, scored. that's right. Yeah, Chilwell. Ben Chilwell yeah. scored. So you had another... Def so three defenders scored in that at game. At one point, there was 12 goals. Seven of them were scored by defenders. Yeah. Was, and six of those 12 were scored by center backs. I was so proud. <laughs> it was like... I was so proud. Check out the center backs getting goals. <laughs> Look at my boys. Um, We already we already alluded to it, but uh, that was such a soft second yellow for Delph. It Just, was definitely a soft don't, yellow. Don't put yourself in that situation, and the ref doesn't have to give you a card. You know? Oh yeah, it was it was a stupid foul. He there was nowhere he was going. He's not as fast as Fabian Delph, Etienne Capu. So you you can recover. There's no reason to stab in where he was, and to do it right under the nose of the lineman like that, yeah, it doesn't make it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And to the be veracity honest. of the way that lineman's going to shake that flag says a lot, a lot about to, yep. you know. And if he goes berserko on it, and Capu's rolling around and making a meal of it, of course. Guess who's getting that second yellow? One hundred percent. But that being said. 
check out what it's like to have a real fucking football manager running a fucking football team. Yeah. Makes the right moves, the right subs, readjusts the team. What did he do? He stepped Mason Holgate up uh, into the midfield. Yep, and brought in... And then brought in Michael Keane. Yep. Yeah. Didn't, didn't have an extra defensive midfielder on the uh, on the bench. He had already brought him on for as Schneiderlin went on for uh, for Gilfie. And it's like, okay, here we go. We'll make this and work. What a fantastic counterattack. <sighs> now, I did Richie, that run. I Jesus. thought... I thought Moisey Ken whiffed it on first glance. Yeah. Then they showed the, the showed the slow motion. That's hard to say. They showed the slow motion. Well done. From thank you, from the uh from the other angle from like the corner flag. Mm-hmm. And it uh, it his the way his foot is angled and the very soft touch he gets on it, it may that pass may have been on purpose. You know what? It counted, and I don't care. And holy shit, Theo Walcott did not sky it over the net like I expected uh, him to. The yeah. ball was coming across. I, I, I was having flashbacks. I, 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 uh, I stood up, and I was just going, please, 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 please. <laughs> just screaming, please, till it went yeah. in. I was then scared I lost for my you. shit. I was scared for you. I was having flashbacks <laughs> to uh, to Walcott doing his it's thing. It's like anybody but Walcott. Anybody but Walcott. Not Walcott. <laughs> but uh, how also, I mean, it could be the pass of the season. If if it was a pass, if it was a pass, yeah. if it was legitimate, I mean that was to, to know he was running like that is awesome. That was like Pele's dummy in the World Cup uh, way back when. That how would he have known that the dude was behind him running after a sixty yard run? You know what I mean? Right. And I think they clocked it on uh, on match of the day. I heard um, ninety four yards. Theo Rolcott yeah. busting a fucking gut to get there. Yep, and ran from inside off. inside the goal box of the Everton half of the field, all the way down to the other end to put away the uh, put away the uh, game winning goal. Yeah, and if you've kicked your kids out of the room to listen to this podcast, turn it up right now, kids. That's what hard work gets you. <laughs> work hard, you'll get goals. There you go. So, um, to continue with Keith's question, by the way, Keith, appreciate the uh, the question. Uh, he did a great job of kind of breaking down who all of the. Uh, teams are going to be playing but it's a little too wordy so i can't get into all of it but long and short of it is keith kind of wants to get our opinion of who do we think's going down he thinks the current three aren't going to be able to dig their way out because they just don't have very many easy games left um as opposed to getting into the games i'm going to read off the points real quick um so sitting at 31 points is arsenal burnley newcastle and southampton uh, obviously, there's no concern for Arsenal, but Burnley, a couple of bad results. Newcastle, a couple of bad results. Southampton, a couple of bad results. Yep, you can find Could, yourselves right back down in it. Um, Palace is at uh, Palace is at um, 30 points currently. Um, Brighton and uh, Bournemouth are at uh, 26. Villa yep. at 25. West Ham, even though it autocorrected to Weston for some reason, is at 24. <laughs> um, Watford at 23 and Norwich at 18. All right, Norwich is going down. Yeah, just, that's we don't even need to talk in, about. In it. fact, in fact, Sam, I'd like to go ahead and say the following: unless something miraculous happens, like they beat a city again, we're just not fucking talking about Norwich anymore. Unless they do something remarkable, I'm done talking. We don't have any Norwich listeners. If we have a Norwich listener, how about you fucking reach out and tell us to talk about your club? Otherwise, I'm done talking about you. Yeah, fair like, enough. You're, you're fucking going down. Goodbye. It was nice that. knowing you. I mean, Daniel Fark is fantastic, though. His yeah. press conferences are very funny. Which is why I'm not even bothered learning how to pronounce their name. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so you can't... So here's the thing. Like, one win, West Ham's in 15th. Right. You know, one win, Watford is in <laughs> probably 16th. 
Um, I think Crystal Palace and Brighton will be fine, especially given their goal differential. So just going through real quick, Watford on 23 points is minus 16. Yeah. West Ham on 24 points, minus 13. Villa on 25 points, minus 15. Bournemouth on 26 points, minus 13. Brighton and Crystal Palace on 26 and 30, respectively, are both minus 7. Okay. And goal differential to the relegation battle is almost like a point. Right, but on I the wonder, table. but with as close as it is, with a point here, a point there, and not like a three-point kind of gap kind of thing, I'm wondering if those... But that's, that's where that goal differential comes yeah. into play. I mean, they're, they're, Crystal Palace has been fairly organized all season. Yeah, You're but, not going to see from them, uh, you shouldn't see, I won't put it past them, but you shouldn't see a six or seven goal swing. By right. the end of the season. But, like, Brighton still hasn't gotten a fucking win yet again. Like, another new calendar year, and, and what's Brighton not doing? Not, right, not winning. So it yeah. doesn't matter what their goal differential is. If they're not getting fucking points, at some point they're going to fall into the zone. Well, not necessarily, because the people below them are that much shittier. But what if those teams get wins? Do you, all right, let's be real. Okay. <laughs> let's be honest for a I, second. It's, Who do you see getting a win in that bottom three? Um, West Ham play Liverpool, City... I think West Ham will ultimately get the points they need towards the end because here's the here's the other thing too that's got to be said and I and I mentioned this I emailed it back to Keith but I'll I'll, I'll say it here um you overlook the one major factor teams actually giving a shit cuz once they hit that number 39 and they know they're safe they know they're not going down they know they're not going to Europe they know that now they're just playing till it's vacation time. Well, here's the problem. You'd be amazed how many of those teams will lose head scratchers to teams in the bottom because the teams in the bottom desperately need the win. But here you go. To, to that point, and that's, that's a well-taken point, in a normal situation, Chelsea in fourth place after 25 games are sitting on 41 points. Yeah. That's trash. That's oh, garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They are just officially safe. Yeah. Right? And they're the fourth place team. Tottenham in fifth on 37. Sheffield in sixth on 36. United in seventh on 35. Wolves in eighth on uh, in eighth on 35. Everton in ninth on 33. One win, you're in sixth place. Yeah. Arsenal on 31 and 10th. One win. And well, we jump up to ninth, but we're 10 points out of fourth place. That's yeah. three games. And when Chelsea's had. inconsistently, you can absolutely have it. It could be had. Tottenham's inconsistent. United's inconsistent. Right? So none, I'm not worried about relegation. But all of us in in that from 10th mm-hmm. up, Burnley realistically probably won't, won't happen. But from 10th up, we're all concerned with getting into Europe. Yeah. It's attracting players. It's money. It's everything that, that – and we're used to it, right? Those games that we normally don't give a shit at the end of the season is because we've already secured European football. True. We're not we don't have that security yet. Right. Tottenham doesn't have that security yet because we're nipping at their heels. Yeah, but if you also United reach, doesn't have that security yet. But if you also reach that point where the European spots start to get locked up yeah, and, it lasts and it two means, games. Eh, it happens normally sooner than that. But it, uh, yeah. Right. It normally does. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is the numbers show that it's not right. It's not locked up. But also So with, unless somebody goes on a run, which no one has done all season. It's not gonna. It, they're still gonna be chasing those places. C- couple that though with the with the shitty uh, uh, effort of football so far. How many of those teams do you think really want to be in Europe? Because they that's know what they're, yeah. they're a I fucking mean, mess. No, I feel you. Um, you know, it, if if you were gonna pick three, who are your three to go down right now? 
I would I would tend to say the three that are there. Yeah. I would I would tend to say the three that are there right now. I would swap out West Ham for Bournemouth. I I'm Bournemouth's gotten a couple of wins, but they just they haven't looked convincing to me. And I feel like they're they're still in a lot more trouble than they're letting on. That's that's my personal opinion. I mean, honestly, from fifteen down, I think you're in a lot of trouble. I think Crystal Palace stays up. Okay, but if from fifteenth down, it's a fucking coin toss. Uh, coin toss, Mel. It's a coin toss, Sam. Beautifully said. Thanks. All right, so let's get through this pretty quickly here. Well, uh, welcome back to the Sam yeah. Graham's an asshole show. Yeah, wrapping up the uh, rest of the league. And oh, so that happened when your co-host looks at you and goes, I want you to fuck up the beginning. You've just given yourself bad karma to fuck up the English language well, the rest of the show. Remember, Wolves nil. Wolves nil. Man U nil. Arsenal nil. Burnley nil. That was a barn burner. Mm. Leicester two. Chelsea two. Sheffield United one. Palace nil. Liverpool 4, Southampton 0, and Liverpool 2, West Ham 0 from the middle of the week. From the last round. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you were going to say there as I just decided to bulldoze my way through the uh, the scores there? No, nothing. I <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So then I, I, I feel it, completely I, vindicated for bulldozing my way through. Don't remember. All right. Um, Wolves, man, you. Um, debut for Bruno. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll just read my notes. And here. on to Arsenal Burnley. Yeah, right. Bruno Fernandez made his first start just hours after signing. Patricio and De Gea had a few good saves. A lot of near misses. That was it. Yeah. Nothing much, really happened. You know, um Bruno, I I will we'll talk about it more when we do uh, some some when we'll he, have more we'll have more to talk about in the next something? Well, in the next couple of weeks when there's less games, we'll have a little bit more to pontificate on. Um He did have one really good looked, strike. Very difficult skill. You know what he looked like out there? A leader. Which is the one thing Manchester United needs. Absolutely. Looked like a leader. He had one strike. It was phenomenal. The the skill of the strike was I mean, it was straight down the middle. Um uh who they Patricio. God yeah. Damn, I've been brain farting all over the place. Yeah, you have been. I got brain gas. They um Patricio it was right down the pipe and he saved it, but it was a phenomenal one skill. The way it was coming back to him. Gas. Go ahead, keep talking. <laughs> the was the way that it um the way that it came to him and mm-hmm. the way in which he struck it. It was phenomenal. He's he's an excellent player. Excellent player. It's a great signing. Right. What are you gonna do? He doesn't know anybody. All right. So I slept in and then I went to DC to look at art. What what happened in uh Arsenal Burnley looks like dick. Boring ass game is all I wrote. <laughs> No, hey, uh, Pierre, a shutout. Pierre Emmerich, yeah, clean sheet. That is positive. Um, <laughs> thank God for goal line technology. <laughs> oh yeah, save yeah. Ja- uh, Jay Rodriguez put one off the underside of the crossbar. And oh, and stayed out. Not as close as Aguero's in the Champions League with uh, with Tottenham. Uh-huh. but um, but yeah, it was about half the ball was still on the line. Got it. Got yeah, it. I mean, this was like Lampard esque in the World Cup. You know ah, what I mean? Where got it. His went over the line, but there was no goal line technology. Right. This one, the technology saved us because it definitely was, but they probably would have given it, to be honest. So, um, But, yeah, it was it was terrible. Pierre Emmerich Aubameyang missed a sitter and uh, really fucked us, and that was it. Heard. Alan, your, your bet there didn't go too well between those two games down, did it? No, it did no go so well. Um, I'll tell you what, though. At least the week started. The weekend started off fabulously. That Leicester Chelsea match was fantastic. It started off really helter skelter. Um, 
It was a crazy match. And then another whiff uh, from Hudson Adoy. <laughs> yep. Well, another. He started it off because West Ham played later. But we talked about West Ham first. Right. It was a whiff nonetheless. Yes. <laughs> and it was quite humorous. Um, completely just missed his kick. Uh, but other than that, uh, the only thing I really have to say about this game was why in the fuck is Ben Chilwell marking Antoine Rudiger? Uh, I have no, no idea. Antonio, sorry, Antonio Rudiger. Why tallest motherfucker on the pitch? You got the smallest motherfucker on him. Why is Ben Chilwell marking no Antonio Rudiger on on two separate occasions, about se- six minutes apart or whatever it was? <laughs> why is it not Sunyochu or uh, or um, uh, Jones? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Felt uh, big surprise. He got over, uh, overpowered both times. Um, felt exactly like the first time they played. Lester probably deserved all three but ended up with only one. That's exactly how that match felt. Yeah, you know? I'm with you. Thought Lester was the better side. Um, Agreed. So Sheffield and Palace, really not much to say other than just two specific things. Um, you know, uh, want to go ahead and cover the goal there, Sam? Aguaita pulling a Pickford. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, saving the ball behind the line. Yeah, no, wrong. actually, this he caught it and, and then, fell into the net. And then took yeah. it into the goal. Yeah, well done. And then um, how about the referee? Amazing what happens when you use a television screen. I know. He downgraded a red to a yellow. Gave a red card, went and looked at the screen, went, hey, I was a bit harsh. Walked over, rescinded I, the red, and gave him the yellow. I also particularly love the theatrics for the crowd. Mm-hmm. Right? He takes the red back out of his pocket, holds it in the air, and then waves his arms yeah, no. waves it off as yeah, no red card. No red. And then puts it back in his pocket, pulls the yellow out. Yep, yep. That was that's, pretty brilliant. That's pretty good. You got to let the people in the stadium know what's going on. I say not much else to say about that game, was there? No, not now, at Guaida all. Guaida walked the ball into the net. The ref actually <laughs> used the television screen. Yeah. Yay. And made a sensible decision. <laughs> so, um... Uh, Russ has uh, asked us very nicely, and I can't really argue with him, to name this segment, oh, so Liverpool won, because, oh, so Liverpool won two two <laughs> games in a row. Yeah. Um, I don't see them actually uh, losing at all. They and, better fucking lose. And, oh, they better fucking lose to City. I do not want that juju on me while I'm in in Liverpool at Goodison for the Derby, uh, I Still don't. Still mad as shit got moved to Monday. Oh my god, Fuck. I I might, I I might not come home because I might jump into the Mersey if that <laughs> fucking happens, honey. It's been nice knowing you. I just don't know if if, if that happens. Fuck that my water's life. thicker than the Hudson too. Well, I guess if that happens, uh, gentlemen, I am single. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to tell you what little we know it is prediction time. Uh, we all We're lost. We're going to mix it up tonight. Okay, we all lost. Pat's e- going to go first. Okay, we all lost. Oh, because that means you're looking up your bet yep. right now? <laughs> Completely forgot. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, we all lost, including the chicken. So um, <laughs> let me go ahead and then we suck. pull Stupid up. Uh, let me go ahead and pull up Pat's picture here then, because apparently uh, His picture is email. Pat's segment, <laughs> his email. Well, I take a picture of the email, mm. so it's a little larger, so my old ass can read it. Got it. So let's go ahead and do... Oh, yeah, there's only and four now, games. it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Sorry, I was thinking <laughs> out loud. <laughs> yeah, don't think out loud while audio is playing. I started scrolling down, and I was like, shit, that's right. We, this is winter break starts. <laughs> we spent a solid $5 on that fucking production. <laughs> do me a favor and don't stomp all over it, prick. You just wasted a nickel, dude. All right, play it again. Play it again. 
They won't mind. And now, it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Is that better? I love that. All right, good. It makes me smile. I know. No fancy title this week, Man City West Ham. <laughs> Going to make this one short because uh, my freaking head is pounding from a hangover after the Super Bowl last <laughs> night. Shocker. Hopefully your pocket's got some money in it, boy, and you didn't lose too much on prop bets. Uh, the Sunday game has Manchester City hosting West Ham, and it's minus 2.5 at minus 133. So uh, I think I have to take City um, here. I can't see you know them screwing up to West Ham not you know not getting three goals and yeah. and and or losing to West Ham. So he's going to risk one thirty three to one a hunt to win a hundred. Nice and simple. Not a lot of games to pick, and uh, he'll chat with us next week. Have I stalled enough for you, you unprepared fuck? Speaking of prop bets, I was talking to another rep friend of mine in the market today mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. His son. Had a had two bets that he put a lot of money in. Patrick Mahomes' longest pass over under. Mm. He put over forty two and under fifty, and he put like a lot of money on one and half of that on the other. Uh huh. His longest pass of the game was that forty four yard touchdown pass. Uh, he won both bets. Wow. And I can't hit expected results. And he won both bets. And he won both of those bets. It's bullshit. Um, All right, so real quick, um, I just want to let you know that uh, you went for broke and you failed miserably, and you're slowly working your way back to Mount 2000, and you're currently <laughs> at minus 1387. That's so fine. what bullshit do you have in store for us this week that you figured out in 30 fucking seconds? I didn't figure it out in 30 seconds. I'm going to parlay uh, Everton Palace and Brighton Watford. Um, and oh, there's, oh. Who, who are you picking? Everton to okay. win. Against Palace and then Watford to win against Brighton away. Okay, plus four seventy-seven. All righty, so there we go. Um, Brighton is woeful at the moment. <coughs> yeah, but they can get goals sometimes. Yeah, but I think Troy Deeney's going to muscle him. I really do. Got it. Um, I'm back on a losing streak and at uh, minus six sixty-seven as I've now lost I think three or four in a row. Um, so I need to fix that in a hurry. So. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. I can't even say it because I don't even know if it does. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to take the over uh, 2.5 in the Sheffield Bournemouth match at plus 120. Really? Uh, not, Sheffield doesn't give up very many goals, but Bournemouth scores. So I feel like this is going to be a 2-1 to one kind of game. And also Bournemouth likes to, like, Bournemouth's going to Sheffield. So I feel like Sheffield's going to get the opportunity to counter quite a bit, and they typically will make a team pay if they get those opportunities. But I'm also I'm All also right. covering myself because I'm making a second bet. So if one hits, Separately. right? So if one hits and one doesn't, I end up you at a push for the week. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm going a little bit riskier, but uh, I really like. I'm going with DLC, I mean DCL, Dominic Calvin Lewin, and uh, Richarlison to both score in the Everton Palace match at plus 480. So if I hit Dominic Calvert-Lewin and Richarlison and Richie to score in no order, just to score, both of them to score at plus 480. And if I do that, I'm I'm then down to like minus 40 bucks. All right. I'm right right near even. And if one hits and one doesn't, it's a push. If both lose, I lose 200. Well, Fortunately, you already lost two hundred. 
Um, <laughs> I didn't give you an opportunity to write down yours. I wrote down mine for the couple losers. Um, you lost uh, double of what I lost, so I win, is what I wrote down. Because you lost 200, and I only lost 100. So I just wrote, fuck this. <clears throat> All right, good. Fair enough. Feed the couple losers. And you know what? If we gave you that, that'd be enough. But no, <laughs> we give you Kitty the Chicken. So apparently they're playing this in the clubs now. <laughs> so uh, Kitty hit big on a prop bet in the Super Bowl. And her bet was that Trump would tweet that the Chiefs are from the state of Kansas. <laughs> Girl she's, knows how to make a bet. That's funny. So she's already forgotten that Newcastle match even happened and was in good spirits. So this week I gave her Sheffield. Boob Graham? I'll let you do it this time. Sheffield, a.k.a. Dumplings. Uh Hosting Bournemouth. And so she quickly showed me a picture of her in a jam session with Def Leppard frontman Joe Elliott and Chili Peppers bassist Flea, who both have ties with Meth. Oh, (laughs) sorry. We went somewhere different with that. I mean, both are probably true. (laughs) And so she is picking Sheffield to win this week. You know, Sam, she been hanging out with uh, the Gallagher brothers a lot. Knows how to strum a guitar, so a little three-piece going there? How about that? That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. You can't get the Gallagher brothers in the same room, though. All right. So, <laughs> well, that's true. Full disclosure, when Sam was backstage with the uh, Canals, yes, and they were talking about Oasis, I said out loud, oh, my chicken hangs out with them. <laughs> As always, people, remember to gamble legally and responsibly. I am a fantastic goalkeeper. That's uh, what I heard. You did all right. Played very well. I, I would, I would well. say you were very Pepe Reina-esque. There was not a lot of holding. <laughs> there was one one point in which I was. Yeah. yeah. One point a, in which I was. There was a lot of knocking it away, which is fine. It's indoor. Just get it away I'm from the fucking I'm also not a net. fucking goalkeeper. No, not at all. <laughs> the la- It was a lot better my last performance in that. Yeah. So, well... Last time I only got a half. The time before that, I gave up eleven goals in eight minutes. Yeah, but the the last the last time you got a W. What did you get this time? That was a big fat L. Yeah, yeah. lost six to five. Just didn't have didn't have the tough. legs. It was well, tough. One of them was dumb. One of them was real dumb. Yeah. The the stupid the guy went to back flick it wasn't even looking where I was, and he missed it and it just rolled the, into the net. It just rolled. You, the, you well, went. I went you, for the flick. Yeah, because right. I knew what he was going to do. I saw what he he checked his shoulder to see. Yeah, where the runner was, and he flat out missed. That was the worst part. He it he wasn't just. It wasn't like he purposely missed. He just fucking missed. Yeah, and I was out of position at that point because hey, I was playing the pass. Nothing worse than when you're doing the falling away. You're diving away, and you're and just, just looking the ball it. go yeah. the other direction. You're like, fuck <laughs> me. What a, it's terrible. <laughs> what a waste of diving. But that was it's, basically it. I mean, we played. We played all right. We had a couple of, of really <laughs> decent pieces of football going down the field. One two touch ended up in a goal a couple times. There's still things to be happy about. And um and we'll see how it goes. Yep, absolutely. Uh, play elite next week. So uh, one of the tougher teams. But well, we, we got to do is get them to well. fight. Yeah. yeah, we play them well. So if we get the, if we get in their head, we're fine. 
All right. So uh, that about wraps it up, boys and girls. Uh, Sammy, um, I'm going to jump in with some parting words real quick and then let you take it away for some parting words as well. Okay. Uh, just uh, just a quick shout out to uh, all the fan, everybody, well, fans, well, just all the listeners, people who have been listening to the show. Um, let it be known, I am horrif- horrifically, how about I use the English language, horrifically aware of uh, my cough. And I just want to say I'm really sorry that you guys have had to be listening to me <laughs> the whole time. Uh, let it be known, I am thoroughly aware of it. And I have uh, sex. Uh, I'm sexed? Just, Are you no. aware that you can't speak right now? <laughs> exactly. Because I fucked with Graham. How so the Juju's, yeah, how the you Juju's coming for back that? to me. Um, <laughs> I I have um, went and gotten medical uh, a medical opinion, and I'm working diligently on fixing it. And I don't think he coughed once this show. I did I did a few times, but it's better than it has been. So hopefully, hopefully we're able to fix the problem. And so if, you're not dying. No, I'm not dying. So but I'm not if, single. No, no, no. You'll only be single if uh, Liverpool wins the league at Goodison. Then, then it's over. Heard. So uh, with, with that in mind, I, I'm just I'm really aware of it. I'm very embarrassed by it myself. So. Uh, uh, hopefully the problem uh, is fixed soon. So, Sammy, the amount of fucking phone calls I get, uh, I cough too much today. Uh, yeah, that's Jesus me on sound checks. I'm over it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Parting words. What did you think of the Super Bowl halftime show? So much ass, and I loved it. Me too. Oh my god. Oh, everyone that's butt hurt by it, shut the fuck up. This is the the wardrobe malfunction I was praying for since I was 14, and it didn't come true, but I was still happy. I had my ass on the elliptical today after that <laughs> halftime show. I'll tell you what. Yeah. All the ass was on display, and it was fabulous. Fantastic. And any, any Karen that wants to bitch and moan about that but didn't seem to have any problem with uh, Adam Levine's uh, abs, abs last out, year, yeah. fucking chill out. Fucking chill out. Get S- over for it. Sex sells. It's been on MTV for 25 years. There's no reason. What, but let people wear what they want. Man. They are Latin women that are known for shaking their asses. What did you expect them to do? It, it, Get up there and I've do seen, a fucking polka? I've seen a lot of issues about like what they were actually like physically wearing. No, no problem they, with any of that. They had more clothes than cheerleaders. That's what, Yeah, exactly. And the light show on the dance floor, that was super awesome. The way it faded out and yeah. had the block in the middle. Come, No one's talking about that and shit. J-Lo's coat was fantastic. Oh, and then it flips around and it's the Puerto Rico flag. And oh, for those of you that don't know. Yeah, for those of you that don't. Her daughter did so well. Phenomenal. The kid. Oh. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, I have a Puerto Rican grandmother. Wasn't so that awesome? I've got Boricua blood in me. Yeah. And it's, oh, so proud. So proud. Stop being mad at brown people. Yeah. It's I'm okay. Get you that coat for your birthday. Don't be a cunt. Yeah, don't be I'll a cunt. Sign off the same way I signed <laughs> off many times. Fabulous. It's very easy. All right. Don't be a cunt. So thank you very much for joining us, boys and girls. Uh, next up is injury time. Just uh, us doing an extra hour show for our Patreon listeners. Uh, Sammy, how do you go about uh, finding out where we're at for Patreon? www.patreon.com backslash do football show. Excellent. I was going to be a dick and then I didn't. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> Don't be a cut. I remembered my own advice for there you once. Go. Good yeah. boy. <laughs> so uh if you'd like to check it out, we'd love to have you. So till next you week, get everybody. Sound check, you get injury time, you get oh my god, there's so much on offer. Tons of free we're, content. We're thinking well, about tons, actually releasing my notes. Tons of content. So yeah. lots what 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 little bit you pay, you get a lot of extra content. So That's right. all right, kids, till next week. Bon noir.
Then they showed the, the showed the slow motion. That's hard to say. They showed the slow motion. Well done. From thank you. 